2: Hello and welcome. It's our number two, and here in hour two, whose side are you on in the rhubarb between Mark Davis, the man that likes PF Changs, and the Raider fans? Davis sparring with the Raider fans. Whose side are you on? Also, how do you explain Brian Dable's Giants failure with the tushy pushy? And do you believe the Bears would really fire Matt Eberflus with a loss, a big loss to Washington this week? Peter King spreading that rumor. We react right now. And we'll also play the uh, Which FSR Employee Do You Believe game. Always a fun game. We'll get to that as well right now. Here it is, our number two. Melting in the desert. Well. Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we stay in touch. And I want you to know, we play this show for all the marbles, coast to coast, border to border. That's what we get paid with. And beyond, on the vast and supremely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the house The doghouse of the broadcasting business. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We'll get back to the baseball conversation coming up momentarily. But we begin this hour with the silver and snap, if you will. I know. That's like puns of fun with Iowa Sam. But anyway, I'm not, That's uh, our, lead, our lead does come from Lost Wages, Nevada, indirectly. The Raiders are yet again circling the drain. So if you're a Raider hater, things are going very well for you. Another lost season on uh, the Raiders' docket ahead of them. Uh, now the owner of that particular team Making some headlines. So this has been bouncing around. It went viral. And if you you don't know what we're talking about here, maybe you don't, Um, hopefully you don't. Uh, The Raiders owner, Mark Davis, he's the guy with the funny hair. Yeah, Mark Davis melted down, and he was upset. What triggered Mark Davis? Was it the incompetence of the fill-in quarterback for the Raiders? Was it the coaching of Josh McDaniels? Uh, What was it? What was it that caused... Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, to lose it. Well, that would be none of the above. It was a group of passionate fans of the Raiders. Uh, You see, uh, in a candid camera moment, Mark Davis exploding. I say that for dramatic purposes. But he was unhappy because a group of fans walked by his throne, and said, hey, fire Josh McDaniels. The guy's a bum. I added that part. But fire Josh McDaniels. Uh, This is during uh, the Charger Raider game there. I think it was moments after. Now, in a video posted on TikTok, now, I have a TikTok advisor, Alf the Alien Reporter. I'm not on TikTok, but Alf is. And so anything good on TikTok, Alf will send my way. He's He's my liaison. Uh, Alf is with with TikTok. Anyway, uh, the video posted on the TikTok, Mark Davis was overheard yelling at the pack of angry fans to smarten up Uh, while at SoFi Stadium in the hood in Inglewood. So let us discuss the question. You can only pick one. Whose side are you on in the Mark Davis sparring match with a group of upset Raider fans? Are you on the side of Mark Davis? Are you on the side of the fan? So the scales on this one are leaning heavily on the side of the customer. On the side of the customer, that is what the right side of this is. Now, I've got Gillette Clown Shoes and Morton Salt. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a sourpuss, which is what Mark Davis looks like, a sourpuss in all this. So, first of all, you know, Mark Davis did the thing you can't do at the time you can't do it. You are the one in power. You can't have that happen. Right? You just can't do it. Now, you can go behind closed doors and MF the fans all you want, but you can't have that reaction. You are the owner of an NFL franchise worth over $5 billion. That's the value of the Raiders. You're sitting high atop in the aristocrat suite there with some other uh, uber-rich people. Good for you. You won the lottery. Congratulations. You won the genetic lottery because your dad had all the money. But you're sitting in a lap of luxury there, and you are worried about Joe Sixpack? You are concerned about Joe Schmo yelling at you? Uh, that's what you're worried about? right? That is unbecoming. That is unbecoming. Uh, Davis needs to contact the people that did the marketing for Gillette back in the day because this is the perfect deodorant commercial. Never let them see you sweat. Mark Davis violated that. He let everyone see, and he had sweaty armpits. Sweaty armpits. For Mark Davis, you're the billionaire. Remain calm. Remain calm and find a way to deal with the adversity. Uh, And this is a huge win for the fan. It's a huge win for the fan because you're not aloof. You don't have apathy. You care. Right? You care. The Raiders mean something to you. And Mark Davis, looking at his reaction, my theory is rather simple, that Mark Davis realizes he effed this up. Right? But he's dug himself a hole. He's worried about having to pay John Gruden a bunch of money because John Gruden's suing the NFL, and there's questions about whether or not the Raiders and the NFL are going to have to cook up some money for John Gruden for wrongful termination. And so that'll cost some money. And so they're worried about that. And Davis doesn't want to have to fire McDaniels and then pay another coach, which would be a third coach. But he also realizes at this point that Josh McDaniels is not it. Like he's got the cooties. Uh, he don't know what he's doing. Uh, the guy's are stiff, uh, and uh, and so what do you do? So that's why he reacted the way he reacted was smarten up. McDaniel's is seven and fourteen as coach of the Raiders. Is there any reason for optimism that this is going to get better for the Raiders in the near future? I I don't see anything. I'm not Benny Brightside on this. I'm a I'm a realist. Uh, I look at the Raiders. I say, well, Garoppolo's—he got already missed one game. He'll probably miss three or four more games if everything goes right for Garoppolo. He'll miss three or four games. He'll lose all four of those. You've already lost three games, so that'll get you up. You know, you, by the time you do the math on that, you know, everything goes right. Uh, best case scenario is you end up winning like six six games. You're like six and eleven. That doesn't seem good to me. All right. Now, secondly, we go to. Jersey. We go to Jersey. Now, what's going on in Jersey? The fallout from the Monday night football game continues to bounce around the pinball machine of sports chatter. And my, oh, my, oh, my. Now, Seattle, the Seattle football team took a can of whoop-ass to the New York NFC football team there in the swamplands of New Jersey. And uh, the depths of the carnage we are now learning, Giants coach Brian Dable, embarrassingly announced that the tight end for the Giants, uh, someone named Daniel Bellinger, I have no idea who that is, but Daniel Bellinger and the rookie center John Michael Schmitz, may the Schmitz be with you, both suffered injuries trying to execute the tush-push, the tushy-pushy. They were injured by the tushy-pushy. Now, Bellinger suffered a knee injury. This guy, Schmitz, a shoulder injury. So how do you explain Brian Dable's Giants' failure of epic proportions to execute the tush-push? So this is football negligence is what it is, and they deserve to be mocked. Mock them. Mock them. They deserve it. All right, the, the the Giants can wear the clown shoes. They can wear the the red nose, the puffy red nose on this one. This is vaudeville <laughs> it's vaudevillean, is what it is. It is vaudevillian. Keystone Cops territory. The tush push is the most straightforward play. This is one of the most mind-boggling things. Now, I know all these Philadelphia Eagle apologists will send me messages. It's because they've got the greatest offensive line, and Jalen Hurts, he squats 600 pounds. I don't want to hear it. I, uh, save it. Save it. All right? Fry daddy. Save it. All right, listen. The QB. Here's the tush push. All right. What do I know? I just did the overnight job. The tush push, the quarterback takes the snap. All right? Gets very low get low, do the mumbo, get low, all right, begins to push forward. There's a wall of defensive players, a, a, a wall of humanity that is up against him to try to stop. him. And they're trying to prevent him from picking up the, the yard or the yard and a half, And you know, usually it's just inches for a first down. So right behind the quarterback, this is the key part here, you have a combination of a tight end, a wide receiver, a running back, and they're doing the pushy. On the tushy. They're doing the pushy on the tushy. And so they push, and then all you need is a few inches. you get the first down. And these stumble bums with the Giants, uh, they couldn't even figure it out. Micah Parsons called this a cheat code. The Cowboys guy said, that's a cheat code. And so is it nobody else in the NFL squats? How about you go to a gym and, and, and squat a little bit and do better, be better? And to have two guys injured on the same play? What is Poppy in San Diego, their offensive coordinator? All right, now, final thought. Last stop, we go to Sweet Home Chicago, and we have increased our audience tenfold. We used to only have Doc Mike in Chicago that was listening to the show, but now we've got a wild pack of diehard connoisseurs of marginal overnight sports radio in the Windy City that have picked up on the show. And uh, we talked about this story a little bit the other day. It's back. We're hearing now that it's it would, quote, not be surprising if the Bears fired Matt Eberflus should they lose on Thursday night to the Commanders. That's the game tomorrow in D.C. A veteran NFL scribe, Peter King, he made that declaration. Uh, now, we'll follow up on the previous Mallow monologue see if we have changed our position. Do you, do you, the respected consumer, do you believe that the Chicago Bears would actually fire Matt Eberfluss if they get run off the field by the Washington football team on Thursday night? So I am agnostic on this. I am not a believer. I am a heathen. I don't buy it. I didn't believe it two days ago. I didn't believe it a year ago. I don't believe it now. I don't believe it, Sam. I am. I don't. I don't. I take this with a grain of Morton Salt, which by the way, is headquartered in Chicago. Did you know that? Morton Salt from Chicago? Yeah. Uh, And uh, listen, seeing is believing and coaching stability is one of the only things they have at Hallis Hall, coaching stability. They that's their claim to fame. It's not winning Super Bowls. It's not having great quarterbacks. God knows they haven't had great quarterbacks, and they haven't won many Super Bowls. But it's all about hey, we don't fire coaches. That's our thing. That's our that's our deal. And they've never done it. And I don't believe they would do it now. And the main problem here's the the flaw, the. Fly in the ointment, if you will, for Pittaking. Who are they going to hire, right? Who are they going to hire? Look around. Matt Eberflus is not only the head coach, he's the defensive coordinator. So you fire him, you get rid of your defensive coordinator and your head coach. The offensive coordinator, this guy Luke Getze, apparently doesn't know. I think there's guys playing Madden that are better at calling plays than Luke Getze. So he's the offensive coordinator. So you can't hire him as the head coach. You can't promote him. Uh, bad to the bone. And then you're like, well, what about the special teams? So somebody named Richard Hightower, uh, I would rather have the guy that played Hightower in those old Police Academy movies uh, than, than Richard Hightower, uh, which is a dated reference, I know. But just bear with me. Uh, but no, I, the, the special teams stink. So you can't hire him. So what would you do? Now, the only scenario where this would work, where the Bears fire their coach, there's only one scenario. They would have to channel Jim Irsay and hire a TV guy. Remember when Ursay fired the Colts coach and hired Jeff Saturday from ESPN? Yeah. So how about Skip Bayless as coach of the Chicago Bears? Does anyone say no? I don't say no. How about Stephen A. Smith coaching the Bears? Who says no? I don't. Hell, at this point, hire Craig Carton to coach the Bears. Uh, why not? Just, just go like flip on the TV. Maybe you'll watch Benny versus the Penny. I'll get a phone call. I don't know. It might happen. Uh, and that's the only path. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on. If you'd like to be part, it is a speakeasy edition. There's a line open. We'd love to have you. And if you know how to call in, you can figure out the number. We'd love to chat with you. And you can be part of the program. Also available on X, and that is at Ben Maller. Now straight ahead, a very juicy nugget of information, which began in many ways right here at the Mothership, Fox Sports Radio and people debating whether it's true or not, uh, what is it, what's going on. We'll explain all of that. We'll get to that. We'll take your calls. Also, later this hour, we will have uh, the very exciting Mallard of the Third Degree. We'll get to all that, and we will do it
1: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: You can listen to The Ben Mallor Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes while others like to space things out. Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Mallor Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Mallor Podcasts, you help this overnight dinghy stay afloat. And annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now live from the tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Hour 2 the cleanest ass. Tushy-pushy?
2: I admit, I just like saying tushy-pushy. I do. I, it's a weird. I don't know. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> but it's great, isn't it? I love it. Tushy-pushy? Isn't it fun to say on the radio, Toshi Bushy? I feel like I'm five years old again. It's great. The burner account writes in says, "Don't call it a comeback. Good comeback, Benjamin. Your monologue had me rolling. So you rip- that means you're ripping the first hour monologue. How dare you, burner account? Milkman Mike in Colorado says, "I'm sure if Poppy wasn't planning the next Maller meet and greet." At the Blue Oyster, he would have been tickled that you mentioned him in the Mallard monologue. (laughs) All right. Uh, Freddie says, I think Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan, would be a better coach for the Bears. Now, Rory brings up a good point. He says, come on, Ben. If the Bears fired their head coach midseason, we all know they would try to hire Mike Harmon as their new head coach. Amen. Yeah, there you go. Oh! I don't know that Harmon would take that job. Of course, a loyal minion here of Fox Sports Radio. I'm an ass man. Yeah. Well, he does. He would run the tushy pushy. Uh, he would definitely do that. Late night drug testers says the Giants getting hurt doing the tushy pushy sounds about as ridiculous as a kicker getting hurt celebrating a routine extra point. I'm right there with you. I'm right there. Amen. Amen. You're preaching to the choir. Ferg Cat writes and says, Ben, you gave a passionate speech earlier to tell Eddie Garcia he's a fool for still calling X Twitter. Well, in the name of consistency, Ferg Cat says, I'm afraid you have to call the tush push the brotherly shove from now on to, or you, sir, are a hypocrite. No, no. The reason I will not call it the brotherly shove is because that's what the NFL wants you to call it, the brotherly shove. And anything the NFL wants, I go the other direction. So, tush-push. Tush-push. That's what I'm sticking with. Let's go to the phones. We'll say hello to Mason the Millennial. We have not spoken to Mason the Millennial in some time. Hello,
6: Mason the Millennial. Hey, Ben. Tush-push. 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 Hold on to your butt. I don't know. And also I would what's also up, I would
2: also like to alert all the affiliates down the line we will have a response to Robbie the Mariner fan Robbie famously uh, we wanted to get his response because the general manager of the Mariners said that he's doing a, a good thing for the Mariner fan by not trying to win what but what's what what have you been up to Mason Are you back at work now?
6: Not yet I just have physical therapy today so uh, I'm progressing really well so I'm, I'm aiming a uh, mid october uh, you know, yeah, I'll be yeah. back then. But I've been listening here and there. Uh, it's a little hard being at home, but whatever. I still uh, tap in with you. Well, we that have... penny.
2: Oh, that's right. All I... over the television in the Bay Area every weekend.
6: Yeah, I know. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. I feel spoiled to be able to have that there. You know, I record every single one. Well, thank (laughs) you. I
2: I, I appreciate that because not everyone, unfortunately, has access to the TV show. So you're one of the people. A lot of people have been complaining. They've been yelling at me, Mason, via email. So I guess not really yelling, writing writing nasty notes because they can't get the show. And I wish everyone could get it, but it's not on. I don't control as much power as I have. I don't work in the distribution department at NBC, so I don't really control that.
6: Yeah, no, I, I know, it, it gets, you know, seedy, you know, because of all the affiliates and whatnot. But speaking of writing angry notes, man, that's kind of what I want to do as a Bronco fan. You know, I was really ready to call it quits after we went 0-3 and really, really ready to throw in the towel after that 70-20 to 20 loss. But it's like, you know, I would have really, uh, uh you know, uh, tied the noose after uh the Bears lost. But we're uh, we're all good on that. So, well, be, be uh, careful,
2: no. Mason. Be careful. You have lurking in the grass, the New York Jets. And to lose to Zach Wilson, all right, to lose to Zach Wilson would be high crimes and misdemeanors, especially after all the trash talk that Sean Payton gave Nathaniel Hackett and his coaching ability. So that's a dangerous game. That's a dangerous game. But the top unit on the field in that game this weekend is the Jets' defense. That's the top. It end. is,
6: it is Ben, but but Coop, uh, please uh, cover your ears. I might be becoming a product of my environment, Ben. Oh like, no! Like, really. oh, no! Oh.
2: No, you're crossing over the Golden Gate. Say it ain't no, so. No, listen, listen, listen. No, listen. you're becoming a Niner fan.
6: <laughs> Hear me out, Mason
2: me the out. Millennial. Eddie Mason the Millennial's—he's leaving the Broncos for the Niners. Wow, that is a shocking statement. Wow! A Judas well, move. No, I'm not
6: saying all that. I'm saying that's those. what
2: it this sounds like. Is. Don't don't sugarcoat <laughs>
6: this. Don't sugarcoat. I'm moving it. fifteen minutes away from the stadium in Fremont, bro. Like, well,
2: like I don't care so. if you're, you know, you can be across the street. You know how expensive it is to go to those games. Come on.
6: Yep. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I live here, man. I see it on Game Time. Not a paid sponsor, so don't try. But uh, I see it on that app, and uh, it, it's like is thirty dollars.
2: Really? Oh, I mean, okay. The
6: nosebleeds, nosebleeds. I mean, all
2: right. Oh, I didn't know. Who knew? I thought they were very. Yeah, expensive. yeah. Yeah.
6: All right. No, but I mean that's the only reason, and and you know you said that they're the best team in the NFL. Unless i they are, the but, but they, are. Other they, they, they
2: are until Christian McCaffrey gets hurt and and Brock Purdy uh, you know starts throwing interceptions. But until then, yes, I, the Niners uh, by far, I don't even think it's close. I don't even. I mean, maybe we'll talk about that on a TV show, but I, I don't even think it's close. The Niners are just ahead of everyone.
6: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I yeah. mean, right now, if anyone faced them, it, it wouldn't be close. I mean, I don't know. All right,
2: you're, you're, you're guarding all the airtime, Mason. I, 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 right, thank God you. All me. right, hang up. Go, go away. All right. It is the Ben Maller show. So FSR kind of creating a story here, and is there something to it or not? We'll play the Who Do You Believe game which is always a fun game. We also have Mallard the third degree, more of these riveting phone calls, and Robbie the Mariner fan's response to the general manager of his Seattle Mariners announcing that it's he's doing a good thing for the fan by not trying to win the World Series. <laughs> if I owned the team, I'd fire him right now. He'd be done. I don't own the team.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Mallard Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: And I did see Michael Jordan. MJ. The first professional athlete, former professional athlete, to make the Forbes list of the 400 richest people in America. MJ's net worth is $3 billion. Does he send
2: checks to Sonny Vaccaro? Does he? Is Sonny, is, Sonny is he still around? Sonny
6: Vaccaro?
5: He is yeah, still around. around. Yeah, but we it. found that out when that uh, Th- that, that movie, movie came yeah. out. That uh, that Matt Damon played, he, played
7: Sonny Vaccaro. We had him the, on for an interview <laughs> a couple months ago. Okay, know, we, well, the, well, yeah, back, back in, about a stretch. Well,
2: yeah, but back in the, I mean, he was on Sports Radio all the time in the '90s, and we used to have him on. I mean, I. He's a great guest. You ask Sonny Vaquero one question, and he will just talk, 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 talk. Wonderful guest on sports radio. And Gift he's of gab. Very eloquent, right? Not a lot of brevity, but he's very eloquent uh, the way he speaks. And he's the guy that convinced Michael Jordan, if you believe all the, the, the thing, that to, to go to Nike. Didn't Jordan want to go to Converse?
5: That is correct. Yeah. it's a good it, movie. I don't know how factual it was, but it was a good movie. Well, they take those. Sure, just kind of like Moneyball. I truth. loved Moneyball. That movie was uh,
2: not, that, not very accurate. Right. No, no. The effort was made, though. Yeah, it is yeah. the uh, Ben Mather Show as we continue on this portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So interesting story here that originated in our house, in our shop here at Fox Sports Radio as a story bouncing around the echo chamber indicating that a very prominent college football coach is going to interview for the Michigan State coaching job. And this came from our friend and a guy that occasionally fills in for me, Bernie Frato. Uh, and he's a Michigan man. Burn, baby, burn. Bernie Fratto, uh, very connected in uh, Detroit, and, and he, he knows people. And he reported that Urban Meyer is going to interview for the Michigan State head coaching job. He said, stay tuned. He did include a Urban smiley Meyer. He include a smiley emoji with the love eyes, Eddie. That's a big sign from Bernie. Love eyes emoji. Uh, he said, it's real. It's possible. He has a lot of backers. So we'll see where this goes. Urban Meyer! Urban, Urban yeah. Meyer! Urban Meyer! Now, interesting to note that, Another member of our team, this is Fox Sports Radio on Fox Sports Radio Crime, another member of our team, the great Brady Quinn, who may or may not do television with Urban Meyer, uh, he said, I've heard otherwise. He used emoji, and a different emoji, and said, but I'm sure you're better connected, which I think might have been sarcastic. I don't know. That sounds a little sarcastic to me. So, Brady let's, has been known to th- swing yeah. some sarcasm. All right, let's play the game here. Who you believe? Now, I I I'm not ripping either one of these guys cuz God knows I don't need to get called into HR. But who do you believe more? Do you believe Bernie Frado's report that Urban Meyer is going to interview for the Michigan State job or seemingly a denial from Brady Quinn, who's one of our hosts on the morning show, who says I've heard otherwise. So, I'll go first, are you ready? I believe Bernie. I believe Bernie. And here's my belief, okay? Wow. My belief is that Bernie's connected. I don't know who his source is. He doesn't tell me that, and I don't want to know. It's none of my business. But my theory is, and this is just my speculation, that he's connected with some Michigan State boosters, and they're the ones. It's always the boosters that make these moves behind the scenes, and then the athletic department, because the boosters end up paying for it, and the athletic department has to do So I think what Bernie's hearing is from prominent Spartans boosters that that's the guy they want.
5: Eddie, who's Soddy on on this one? I think I'm also on uh, Team Bernie. On That's this two one. for Bernie. Two and for Bernie. Now, here, here's why, though. Okay. This is, again, pure speculation yeah. on my part. Obviously, Brady Quinn hangs out with Urban Meyer. They're, yeah. And they're shooting the fat, whatnot. And he probably is asked, hey, you know, any, anything going on with you? You looking to get back into coaching? Yeah. And Urban probably told him no. So mm-hmm. he heard it directly from the coach's mouth. That being said, I think Urban Meyer is a liar. So I think, oh, wow. I think that he would absolutely tell anybody that asked him no, and uh, I would absolutely uh, not be shocked okay. one bit if he took another job somewhere else. Right, well, yeah, I mean, all coaches lie. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, but what that's if, not Brady's fault. If well, the guy tells well, him no, well, then you uh,
2: you believe him. Iowa Sam, yes or no, who do you believe here? This is a tough one. Oh, Iowa Sam does not want to get off the fence on no, this one.
7: Right. No, I'm going to go with, I just have to go uh, by default, going to go with Brady here. Because okay. you
2: work with Brady,
7: and I've well, also worked with Bernie. With I Bernie's know, a friend of mine. Now let me explain this here. Uh, Bernie, Bernie spent a long time working in the state of Michigan. Yes, he did. He did the Lions post game. One of the most
2: depressing jobs you can have in radio. Lions, post-game. Michigan Wolverines. You know,
7: everybody in that. You know, every program in that state, college or professional. Yeah. You know, he seemingly had his fingers dipped into. Uh, he's got his moles. He's de- deeply embedded in Vegas. He's got his moles. That's right. But I have to go with the – give the benefit of the doubt to what Urban Meyer possibly said to Brady. Uh, Bernie, I'm sure, you know, he's connected to those boosters. All right. But I'm going to say Brady here. I'm going to say Brady, but we don't know because, yeah, Urban Meyer.
2: Bad take. Uh, Koopa Loop. The cloak Uh, of uncertainty. You want to chime in on this, Koopa? Now, Bernie Frato had the rumor, and then Brady Quinn kind of shot it down. So who's sat on?
7: I'm with Eddie on this. His explanation makes sense to me. What
2: about my explanation?
7: It doesn't make as much sense. Why to me does it? As that,
2: why does it not make sense that a booster that Bernie's connected to a booster and that he would tell Bernie this and it came from a Michigan State booster? That makes perfect sense. Well, yeah, but that's
7: that's kind of what Eddie said. Plus, but some I said extra. it first.
2: The boosters yeah, made one. But I had the plus. You had the, the lying thing, but but the other thing is, a guy like Urban Meyer is not going to announce he's a candidate unless he's got the job in the bag, right? Because he, it's embarrassing if he doesn't get the Michigan State job and he's a candidate for the job and they don't give it to him, that makes him look bad. So he's not until he knows for sure he's going to get the job, he's going to deny it.
7: Also, the Boosters may want Urban Meyer, and they say, we're going to go hard after him. We're going to offer him all this money, like Matt Ishbia did to Mel Tucker. Yeah. And uh, they might think they have a running well, shot at it, but it might not happen.
2: Well, the other problem with Michigan State is Urban's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, and Michigan State's got a lot of scandals on their you know recent history of the athletic department. So yes. that's another problem yes. with hiring Urban Meyer, that you're going to get killed by the wokesters. They're not going to like that very much. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. We've got Maller to the third degree. That is warming up right now. As we speak, this portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time now for the Insta Trivia. Blank led all batters, all batters by suffering the most called strikes on pitches that were outside of the strike zone during the 2023 MLB regular season. Again, blank led all batters by suffering the most called strikes on pitches out of the strike zone during the 2023 regular season. That is the Insta Trivia. Mallard of the Third Degree is
1: next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It is pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter, or the site formerly known as Twitter. He's at Ben BenMaller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than just a call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop the Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. Hey! What's that? Hey. And I'm hey. live from the com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Play it again. Hey. It's Ben Maller. One of the greatest lines in the history of the show, and Coop fell right into the trap. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Did you know immediately, Coop, after you said it, you're like, oh no, what did I do?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, he knew. He knew. But it had been
2: done, and what is done is done. Can't undo it. Cannot un- undo it. You know, we don't do shout-outs, Eddie. This is not a morning zoo show, so we cannot say uh, good luck to uh, Ginger Green, who currently is up listening to us at a hospital. Who? in I believe he's in Madison, Wisconsin. He is awaiting the birth of twin girls in the morning. So, oh my. But we cannot wish him good luck. I wish we could, but Sorry. we're not a morning zoo show, and- you know, if we were, we'd say Mazel Tov and congratulations, and that's very exciting. And but we can't do that. Godspeed. Uh, yeah, can't do it. That's a girl, dad times two. Boom. Just uh, check back with us in about what uh, when uh, when does the crazy stuff start happening? Uh, 15, 16, something like that. And yeah. then
5: he's got he'll have two weddings to pay for. Right? Oh maybe, yeah, uh,
2: maybe in uh, rapid succession. Just start playing the College. lottery. Yeah, just start playing the lottery, sir. Time now for the instant trivia. In yeah. Oh, by the way, before we do the interview, Robbie the Mariner fan, I teased this. we got to give his response. Now, the Mariner GM said uh, that he's doing a good thing for the fan by not trying to win the World Series. Uh, Robbie said, a screw Jerry Depoto, F. John Stanton, that's the owner, the Mariners are trying to kill me. That is a direct quote from Robbie the Mariner fan. So it sounds like he's not into the dogma of the analytics. I thought he would be on board with that, but it it sounds like that's not the case. Uh, Time now for that uh, instant trivia. Blank led all batters by suffering the most called strikes on pitches out of the strike zone during the 2023 regular season. And uh, who is it? Fill in the blank. And uh, so many answers, so little time. We'll do as many as we can. The Pillsbury Doughboy from Cowboy Killer. Uh, page down, uh, Jimmy Butler's uh, new haircut from bean Bootmaker maker Bob. Uh, page down, uh, page down, uh, Royce Lewis, the great Royce Lewis. Twins win from Jeremy in Minnesota. Trevor Bauer from uh, Polly B. Uh, that is uh, his answer. Tommy Lasorda from Shane of Des Moines. Craig Shipley, there's a good name, from Alf the Alien or Piner. Uh, page down, uh, the Mighty Casey from Casey Car Haller. Uh, who, who else do we have? Art of Sports Talk says Teoscar Hernandez is the way to go. Uh, Dan Ford from Mr. Nice Guy. That's an ex-twin. Joey Vato from Just Josh in Cincinnati. Robin Yount tossed out by Sean in Portland. Uh, new 49er fan. Mason the Millennial from Benito the Cowboy fan. Carlos Baerga from Kyle... Robbie, the Meredith fan, said Satan. I didn't know that's what Satan looks like, Robbie, but that's an interesting photo you found of Satan. Uh, all right, Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not Eric Karras. Guest by Callaghan Tim in Michigan. Oh, what a
5: silly guest that yes, is. Uh, all-time
2: uh, Dodger, homer, leader he was. I don't know if he still is. He's got, he's got some good hair, boy, that uh, Eric yeah, Karras. Yeah, I'm jealous. He doesn't have to wear hats. EK. No. Yeah.
5: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cool Papa Bell. <laughs>
2: Yes, cool, Papa Bell in 2023, Eddie uh, Blank led all batters by suffering the most called strikes on pitches out of the strike zone during the 2023 regular season. The answer from your Baltimore Orioles, Adley Rushman, hey! 81 pitches that should have been balls were called strikes, the most in baseball. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree.
4: This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
2: Koopaloop! loop.
7: Right now, every team in the AFC South sits at two and two. Do you think that division is really that wide open, or do you think we'll see a team separate from the pack?
2: No, I, it should not be that wide open. You know, I, I went on television. I was praising Jacksonville. They've made me look like a total donkey. Jacksonville's the most talented team by a country mile. The Jags have been sleepwalking to begin the year. It's a big. Weekend for them, they play Buffalo this weekend. They can snap out of it, turn their thing around. But the Texans have surprised. The Colts are what we thought they would be a bad team. And the Tennessee Titans are kind of a mediocre team. So I'm going Duval County next. A running back hasn't won the MVP award since Adrian
7: Peterson in 2012. Many around the league are saying that Christian McCaffrey should be the front runner through
2: four weeks. Do you agree? Well, I would say that is a premature take. Yeah, he's been wonderful through the first part of the season. He's been electric, but as, as great as he is, there's a lot of real estate to navigate, and his big bugaboo is the injury grim reaper. Uh, and 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 ultimately, if it's even if all things are equal, it's a quarterback that has similar numbers the quarterback's going to win the MVP. They'll default. The default position goes to the quarterback. But, yeah, he's the four-week MVP, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Congratulations. Have a party. Next! This past Sunday, Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown was
7: threatened with being removed from the game if he didn't change his highlighter green cleats. Uh, Brown said he wore them so that his daughter could see him easier on TV. He told reporters after the game that the rule sucks and players around the league should revolt and wear whatever they want because they're not going to be able to find everyone.
2: Yeah. Ben, do you think a revolt like that would work? Well, I like that he played the kid card from the bottom of the deck, first of all. What about the daughter? What about my daughter? Uh, the other thing is, never underestimate the pettiness of the NFL. They would absolutely find everyone. Here's what the players need to do. The NFL owners won an 18th game. And if the players agree to an 18th game, the owners will agree to allow them to wear rainbow cleats every week. They won't care uh, as long as they get that extra game. There it is. Mallow of the third degree. How do we do? Pass us. That is a win. I won. Iowa Sam. I won, Iowa Sam. I won.
0: We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.